0: Now, once again, here's Mark.
1: Well, good morning, everybody. My name is Mark Salem, and for the next two hours, you're kind of stuck with me, if that makes any sense at all. So you're welcome to give us a call. You're welcome to participate in the show. You're welcome to do whatever the heck you want to do. You just have to give us a call, 602 508 0960. 602 508 0960. What are you laughing about already? What? Nothing in particular? Okay. Well, sitting next to me is uh, my wife of 472 years. And, uh, I hate it when you... when you... Okay, well, I should probably... You know why her mic is off? It's because I don't have the right button push. Now why don't you talk there? Okay, how's that? You're in number four, not number two. Oh. Holy mackerel, thank Good you, morning. Go. Good morning. <laughs> so uh, you already started to misbehave.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: Okay, so we'll start the show off with the story that you told me this morning, which um, I don't know what you thought. If uh, You know me good enough to know that this doesn't bother me, but evidently you got a call.
2: I got a call. I've been working pretty hard the last couple of weeks. Andy needed help with some year-end stuff. So
1: Andy's our daughter, and she handles all the books and the money, so right. it's year-end stuff, and she has a little girl that's at our shop every day that's uh, a year and a half old.
2: Yeah, so mainly I'm the babysitter, but that's okay because so I enjoy that. So <laughs> you're
1: your granddaughter while Andy finishes the, the year-end books. Okay, so we just set the date. so you've been right. at the shop a lot, and I suppose you've been answering the phone because it takes a team to answer the phone.
2: Yes, yes, and usually Andy answers the phone, so I had a gentleman call in, and he said... Something you know? Hi, how are you doing? I have this car, and your dad always says, and your dad always says, and your dad always says, and finally, after about the third time, I said, "Ooh, really? Mark's not going to like that." And so I told him who I was, and he was all embarrassed. But I said, "Oh, that's okay." <laughs> Andy answers the phone all the time, and everybody calls me his dad, or they call him my dad anyway.
1: Right, and I, I, I think I talk about Andy, our daughter, and our son who runs right. the shop, and uh, and so they they assume you're Andy. That's right. And they're talking to your dad. But when we go to, to restaurants and and perhaps I'm I'm there and they'll say to me, "Do you want to order something for your daughter?" because they they think and and we're the same age. Right. It's just that that um I'm a little bit more weathered than you are. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, we can do stuff to take care of that weathering pretty well.
1: (laughs) Oh, anyway, so that's kind of a day in the life. Um, We've been kind of slow, but it's typically slow in January. We were uh, running and gunning through November and December. Most folks are off during Thanksgiving and Christmas, and so we get Dad's car on Monday. We get Wife's car on on Wednesday and stuff like that. Yeah, Christmas
2: break's usually busy because the kids are home from school, so they want to get all the car stuff done, and now that's kind of slowed down, and people are getting back in the... Swing of things, so it gets a little slow right now, and then it'll pick up back up pretty quick here.
1: Well, and then we did add to our staff recently, mm-hmm. both in service riders and uh, both on the floor technicians. We had Ron come back to us. Ron had been with us uh, five, six, seven years, year ten years ago.
2: Yeah, actually, it was thirteen. If you thirteen can believe years that. ago, he quit in 2003 okay. to go to Idaho, Idaho, and then he's back.
1: So he called, and he says, hey, would you take me back? And I said in a heartbeat, because he's always been a great guy. All of us remembered Ron by this way. We remembered Ron because he had a coffee pot on his toolbox. Well, first of all, his toolbox is bigger than most cars. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so it's we call it a taco cart. He because could probably live in there, he actually. Could, <laughs> he could. The drawers are big enough. So he had a coffee pot, and how many, before I even say it, because you're going to say I'm exaggerating, how many pots of coffee did he make uh, every day,:
2: Well, we used to tease him. It was like 10 or twelve we every day think. <laughs> every yeah. day, and it wasn't like a two cup pot of coffee. it was
1: a 10, eight or ten cup coffee. Uh, the, the craft Correct. Which showed yes. eight or ten. so he drank coffee like there was no tomorrow. What I, what I was always amazed is, is when you drink that much coffee, you spend a lot of your time in the bathroom. And he didn't. I mean, you you didn't look out on his bay and you say, well, where's Ron? Oh, he's going to the bathroom. Well, he
2: has a bathroom in his toolbox, and we just don't know it. We
1: could <laughs> be. It very
2: we, well could
1: be. He's going to love you for saying that. I know.
2: I hope he's not listening. <laughs> anyway, but I hope Andy is listening because today's her birthday, and so we want to wish her a happy birthday.
1: Oh, absolutely. She's our youngest. Right. Ironically enough, she's our youngest, and she's actually running her older brother. Oh, Someone. I don't know. They work pretty well together, but yes, you, you she kind of takes control. <laughs> <laughs> You've always stuck up for him, but in fact, Andy runs her older She is in charge of keeping him straight. Right. Okay, Here, here's but, one of the things. See, that's, I, that's just like you and me, so I have to keep you straight, well, and it's, it's a tough job. And folks, most of, most of all of our friends ha- have coined us uh, Jack the Ripper and Snow White. You have. Okay, well, I've I've carried that tradition on by calling myself Jack the Ripper and you're Snow White, but it it involves Andy and Alan, our our kids too, because Andy is more of the straight talker, Ripper kind of type, and Alan is the kind of put his arms around you and you know be schmoozer. a schmoozer. He's a schmoozer. That's right. So and we, and that worked well for us through our business life, and it, and it's worked well for the kids as well. So anyway, the point I wanted to make is is because we've upped in 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 staff and stuff. Where we've typically been by appointment only, um, we're now going to open that up a little bit because we've staffed up for that. So if any of you are our customers, and we're in, in, we're on Warner and I-10, if you, any of you are, are involved uh, in, in car repair, you can call and check with Andy or you can check with um, uh, Brandon. And the two of them can tell you if we can take you in for a quick oil change or look at something. Now, looking at something is quite different than fixing it because looking at something could be a 5 or 10 or 20-minute fix, but looking at something could also be we got to order a part and we got to do a bunch of work. So given that, um, we're going to kind of open the door to impromptu's kind of visits just call us and let us know you're coming or call us and say can you handle i have two hours free can i get an oil change that kind of stuff
2: yeah and i think most of the independents they kind of run with us to, you know if, if we're busy they're busy if we're not they're not so i imagine any of the independents could do that um for you too that and, that's on the best car repair list
1: and and you bring up a good point when you talk about independence because in our industry of car repair, there's chain stores, right. there's independent repair shops, and then there's dealers. And that's really covers the gamut. I don't know anybody who falls outside of that category as chain stores. We represent the independent shops. And, of course, we just want you to remember this, that you can use an independent repair facility for routine maintenance on your new car. Now, many new cars come with the first four oil changes for free or the first two years for maintenance for free. That sounds like a good idea, but if you look in your owner's manual, there is nothing there in the first two years or the first year or two. There's nothing there. There's oil changes and a tire rotation, every other oil change. That's all that's there. So it's a nice way to sell you. uh, There's some that might take advantage of you to sell you lots of other stuff that doesn't appear in your owner's manual. But if you're going to use an independent repair shop, You bring up a good point. You wrote down, you have to keep the receipts and make sure they have the date and the mileage and exactly what was done. That's very important because if there's any kind of an issue, then if you have a receipt from a qualified service center, a service center that gives you a valid receipt, and the receipt has to have the date and the mileage and the car and the shop's logo and stuff on it, that kind of eliminates that problem altogether. At least two or three times a year, we get a request from our customers to give them a receipt for this time frame. And we, like everybody else in, in in the independent industry, almost everybody else can give that.
2: Yeah, but I've had a lot of people call, too, and say, oh, I didn't know you could change my oil. I thought I had to go back to the dealer because they kind of imply that it will void their warranty, and it, okay. it, it doesn't. I mean, if you have free ones, of course, go back there. But if you don't, you can use whatever facility you want as long as you have these pieces of paper that... At the information on it.
1: And, and there's another issue. There is another issue is when anyone dictates what you must do or the parts you must do, they call it the Magnuson Moss Act. And folks, you can Google that yourself. Magnuson Moss Act. And it says this. And this started back with actually a vacuum cleaner company. The vacuum cleaner company told everybody that they had to use only their vacuum bags. That started it. Toyota, and this goes back 15, 20 years ago, Toyota then came out and said you have to use only our Toyota filters. The government came out with this Magnuson-Moss Act that says that if you dictate what parts they must use, you must provide those parts for free. So if Toyota says you can only use a Toyota oil filter, they got to provide it for free. Now, don't take my word for it because I'm not a lawyer. Just look up Magnuson-Moss Act. And you'll see right there what it says. Well, that stopped that crap real quick because that stuff just went away. The other day on our Dyson vacuum, right. I was looking for a beater brush, and you can't—I can't tell you how many different beater brushes. But when I looked at the reviews, one of the things that was real common on the Amazon beater brushes was when I got it, it didn't look exactly like the one I was replacing. The head on our vacuum. Right. And it didn't have Dyson written on it, and it didn't have the model written on it. So when I looked at the Dyson um, inventory, they did. It said ours is a Dyson animal, Mm -hmm. and then we have a Dyson multi floor. So I looked, I was getting the beater brush for the animal. So it said Dyson animal. Well, the difference in the price was only eight bucks, and I just didn't want to take the chance. And some of the other people said it didn't work as well. I don't really trust that it didn't work as well. But I, I guess longevity and all that other kind of stuff, because we've had those vacuums eight years. Yeah, and been and, really good. And you just recently broke that one vacuum.
2: No, so, you break it because you have to take it apart and clean it after I vacuum every time, yeah. every day,
1: almost every day. Well, I do take it out into the shop to dust it off, but but it, I I mean, that's just normal And I stuff. go out
2: there and it looks like a car taken apart. I don't well, get Well, there are it. some <laughs>
1: bearings that need to be lubed and we have to deline the tires and stuff like that. But that's not what happened here. What happened here was is is that um, you were vacuuming. I think you were vacuuming or I was vacuuming and there was an unusual noise. Well, I don't use the one in the house that much. I use the one uh, downstairs and then I take it out and use it I just used it in my garage, is my barn. There's the problem oh, right bull. there. <laughs> so, so when you were using it, I noticed it had a noise, and so then I took the beater bar off and the one bearing on the one end, it just wiped out. Mm-hmm. And so then I ordered it. It was $32. That's freight paid. I didn't buy the whole head, by the way. I just bought the beater bar. But I bet you bought an extra one. No. Because <laughs> you always buy two of everything. No. And you know what, though? He did tell me, and he was really nice at Dyson, he said, both your animal dyson dc 65 and your dc 65 multi-floor all the parts are interchangeable you only need to order one for both and i said but one of them's purple and one of them's gray and he goes that just distinguishes which one is which but he says the colors don't make any difference because you have two of the same vacuums so this portion of under the hood is brought to you by action auto repair tom at action auto repair i-17 in deer valley is a full service family-owned auto repair shop independent auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and North Phoenix area since 1983. Tom and his guys are really, really good. They have ASE certified technicians, they do quality workmanship, and the process is simple. The diagnosis, the bidding, the estimate, then the repair, and then the verification that the repair fixed the problem. That's the process. And they do it as well as everybody else. And they do it as well as everybody else on the best car repair shops. So again, if you want help as your vehicle, as you, as your owner, to understand what they're doing and why, you can make the better decisions when they share all that what and why with you. And that's what Action Auto Repair is all about. There, I-17 in Deer Valley, northwest corner. And I've known Tom since the 1970, the late 70s. Um, And since then, we've been very good friends. And he's exactly the kind of guy that I would hope you would use if you don't already have a garage up near I-17 in Deer Valley. We'll be back right after this. I, Donald John Trump, do solemnly swear...
3: A new era has started in America. And with it, a new attitude, outlook, and feeling of
0: purpose. It's going to be only America first.
3: Can President Trump deliver on his promises from the campaign? And will the Democrats come around and get on board? Or just be a roadblock? One thing's for sure, it will be interesting. And you can follow it all right here. Intelligent Talk 960. The Patriot.
4: Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us, it's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right we welcome you to visit phoenix bodyworks anytime even if you just need a bottle of water a cup of coffee a snack or to use our wi-fi phoenix bodyworks offers free shuttle service or if you need a rental car don't sweat it enterprise is right next door at phxbodyworks.com i will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes my name is greg may and i wrote this
5: message harvest preparatory academy would like to remind everyone listening make sure you and your family have a safe and sober way home and please don't drink and drive brought to you by harvest preparatory academy located at 14900 west van buren street in goodyear serving the community with a private education in a free public school for more information about their programs visit online at harvestprep.com that's harvest preparatory academy where the entire staff wishes you and your family a safe and happy 2017 and papa murphy's pizza peoria reminds everyone Be especially alert for children around crosswalks, schoolyards, and playground areas. Remember, it's up to you, the motorist, to always make sure our children are seen and never hurt. Brought to you by Papa Murphy's Pizza Peoria, the freshest pizza in Peoria, providing take-and-bake pizza. They're located at 9980 West Happy Valley Road. For more information, visit online at papamurphys.com or call 623-376-7277 to place an order. That's Papa Murphy's Pizza Peoria, hoping you'll do your part this school year by driving safely and watching out for the kids.
2: Okay, so just type the job website address here. That's it. Then you enter what job you're looking for there.
3: Electrician. This is Peter. Recently, he got help going on the internet for the first time to look for a new job.
2: Okay, then you just hit search and...
3: In the past, Peter's gotten work through people he knew, but he heard there were more jobs online.
0: There we go. These are all for me? Uh Uh-huh.
6: Really?
3: He had
0: no idea just how many.
3: I can't believe it. This one looks good.
0: Peter is thinking the internet might be for him after all.
2: And this is just one
0: website. Wow. Wow. Why didn't I do this sooner? See what the Internet can help you do at everyoneon.org or call
3: 1-855-387-9166 to find a free training class near you. Brought to you by Connect to Compete and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today patriot app tip number one not only is the patriot app great for streaming our live programs you can access all patriot podcasts click on the upper left hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs download the patriot app at your app store today
1: Welcome back, everybody, 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock, and just like we promised, we have to take John, because John's been waiting, and we didn't mean to ignore him, but we really had to finish up all the rest of the stuff. John, you have my full attention. How the heck are you?
6: Well, hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call.
1: Oh, you're welcome.
3: Um, hey, I've got this, um, this Ford Ranger. Uh, it's an 05. Uh, I bought it new. It has 100,000 miles on it, and I haven't had any trouble with it until now. Okay. Um. About every fifty miles or so, just all of a sudden, it's like it, it, it misses on all six cylinders. Okay. And just for a second, and it it's back to normal again.
1: And when that happens, what does the dash or the tack do? If you have a tac,
6: you know, I didn't notice.
1: Okay. I never does noticed. It, does it have a tac? Yes, it does. Okay, that's really important. You and I could probably fix this together. First of all, I'll tell you what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's not fuel because that's not what happens when we're starving the engine. What happens is is I hear, Mark, I put my throttle at three-quarters and everything's fine, but if I go past three-quarters, then it falls on its face. And in order for it to recover, I have to back off the throttle for the count of one, the count of two, the count of three, and then I come back on and I go a little less than three-quarters and everything's fine. So that's called you know, the critical provided level, that we can provide this much fuel for 61 miles an hour but not 63 miles an hour in your particular case this sounds like an ignition malfunction the pickup assembly in the distributor is bad and if that's the case your tack needle will go crazy it might go bury it, it might start wagging like a dog's tail or it might fall to zero and come up and fall to zero and come up so keep an eye on that tack needle and I think that will tell us because the question is, is is this fuel or ignition and at this particular point based on our conversation I'd bet $9 nine nine dollars out of ten that you have an ignition malfunction. And the most likely area and I know that Euro five is twelve years old, so it doesn't have a crank sensor and a cam sensor, which is what the newer model cars have. So it has a pickup assembly and the distributor or and that pickup assembly or the ignition module um are gonna be the suspects. Now the pickup assembly can be temperature sensitive but in reality it's cheaper to just replace that son of a gun than it is to pull it and test it and do all that fancy stuff. It's just cheaper to replace it. You pay parts and labor, boom, we're done. The ignition module, many of us still have a device that we can take the module off and plug it into this tester. And then this tester goes, and it goes through all this. And then if you get a bank of green buttons, you're fine. And if, if of the 10 buttons, there's four of them that are red, then it failed a particular test. So that's kind of what you're up against. If you're a do-it-yourselfer, you can go buy a rebuilt distributor for that, and it's going to come with a pickup and probably a module. You'll probably pay less than 100 bucks for it. And if you want to guess, that's where I would think you'd guess, as long as your tack needle goes crazy. If the tack needle doesn't go crazy, the second thing I want you to do is play with your ignition key. So as you're driving down the road, I want you to kind of turn the key backwards and jiggle the keys, jiggle the keys, but don't go to the detent. Don't turn the car off. I don't want you to do that. The same way, go forward, but not to where the start. Of course, if you're in drive, the starter's not going to come on anyway. But go forward a little bit, wiggle, 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 go back a little bit, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle with the key switch, and tell me if that happens. If you can pinpoint the problem together, I've saved you $100 in diagnostic money. Okay. That's what I try, Okay. Okay, Mark, thanks a lot. You're welcome, John. Thank you very much. James had called us, and Mm -hmm. James had said that he had a 95, actually he left me a message, but I'm going to answer him back, but 95 Lexus, it calls for a 530, can I use a 020? What he didn't tell me is how many miles it's got on it, and I'm going to ask him that. I'm going to ask him what kind of oil consumption it has. The answer is, is he could go to a 020, but if he has oil leaks, I would say no, if he has a whole lot of mileage on that 95 Lexus, like 125 and north of that, I'm going to mm-hmm. say no. The the fuel economy increase he's going to get from going from a 530 to a 020 will hardly be measurable, but it will be there. Now, just like your car, your car, the way you drive, it's a situation where sometimes you can get 5 miles to the gallon, depending on how late you are, and you can get 15 or 20 miles to the gallon, depending on as you go from goodwill store to goodwill store and, and do your shopping,
2: when you get in my car, my average just drops. It's something We're not about talking that... about me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. My car is driven very no, nicely. No, we're not except. talking about me. You drive so
1: it? I'm trying to draw a parallel to his fuel economy.
2: Is it zero twenty? Is that a synthetic? Full synthetic?
1: Yeah. He he's asking if we he could use a zero twenty. Obviously, he's going to extend his fuel um, his oil change intervals. Right. Because you're not going to put. Conventional oil is a 3,000 to 5,000 mile oil change interval, and it's a cheaper oil by far. Oh, yeah. Our conventional's what, 25, 29, 30, something like for that? For the oil change? Yeah. For the oil. Conventional. Whole... Yeah, our semi-synthetic yeah. is 40. I know right, that one. Right, right, right. And then yes. our, it's 55 to 65 for a full synthetic, depending on how many quarts of oil you use. So each one of them has a different interval. What you don't want to do, that people do all the time, is is they put a synthetic in it and change their oil at 3,000 miles.
2: Yeah, I, I've had a, a, some lady called the other day, and that's exactly what she was doing, and I said, well, you're just kind of wasting that money and the oil because you don't need to change it every 3,000 miles. And she didn't have any leaks. She didn't have anything, you know. So yeah. I was surprised. I tried to talk her out of it, but she yeah. was adamant she wanted it changed. And,
1: and, you know, that's that's an important consideration. That's Well, we've been in this business together. We got married in um 1962 no okay forget it i wasn't it was... born before uh, <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> 62. A... all right so w- we did we started in this business in 1979 And we've been together since then, so you've heard thousands of of my speeches and presentations and me talking at the front counter. But the bottom line is is that you're right. People, this is what I call a love relationship. My car's going to love me. If I put super unleaded gasoline and if I put synthetic oil in it, then my car's never going to break down. My car's going to love me. The problem is, is that car has no heart and no brain. Right. It actually has a brain, but it can control spark and fuel. But it has no heart and no brain. It doesn't know if you put, it doesn't know if you urinate inside the motor or if you put motor oil inside the motor. Oh, it I don't know if know. that's true. But it, <laughs> it will know it, but I'm, I'm being facetious, but it doesn't know that. It doesn't know if you put cow manure with water inside the engine. It doesn't know that, so it's not going to care. It's going to fail with cow manure, but it just doesn't know. So it's not a love you issue. But okay. I understand you get to, you get some people that just want the comfort of the premium oil and a quick oil change, and you can't talk them out and, of it. And she's good, yeah. And and so we'll do that for you. Yeah. This portion of under the hood is brought by brought to you by S and S Tire and Auto Service. S and S Tire has been around since nineteen seventy six, which is less than or longer than we have. They have three locations, Peoria, Surprise and Goodyear. At S and S Tire they have a comprehensive line of tires and many different brands of every different size. That's good for you and I'll tell you why. So when you go in you can say this is the size and he says we have three brands. We have low, medium and high and he'll give you prices for, write your check now, when we're done, you don't owe me any more money. So it's got the environmental charges, it's got the sales tax, it's got the FET, it's got four tires, it's got and balance, it's everything. So their list of tires includes this, farm tires, um, farm equipment, golf equipment, lawn and garden equipment, ATVs, trailers, commercial tires, construction tires, and of course, passenger tires. So no matter what part of the West Valley you're in, Peoria, Surprise, or Goodyear, I would suggest that if you're looking for tires, try S&S. You have nothing to lose. It's only going to take you a few minutes to get an estimate, and that'll give you a baseline for everything else. Now, they also do all kinds of front-end work. They do alignments. They do tire-related work. But if not, they'll refer you to somebody else who has a better idea. 602-508-0960 602-508-0960 is the phone number. The lines are wide open, so if you have a question, now's the time. 602-508-0960. One more time. 602-508-0960. Renee and I will be back after about three or four minutes and we'll take your calls. We'll be right back.
7: Now you have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive. And his name is Tom Fletcher.
9: Dennis Prager here for First Choice Loan Services. Veterans, did you know that you may be able to save hundreds, if not thousands of dollars a year by using your VA loan? Your VA loan benefits never expire and you can use them more than once. You've heard me talk about Jimmy Versalino, U.S. Marine Corps vet specializing in VA loans. Call him today at 480-351-5904. 480-351-5904. Jimmy knows what it means to serve and he'd like to serve you, the brave men and women that have so honorably defended our great nation. Your VA loan benefit is the only 100% financing for refinance or purchase with no PMI and loan amounts as high as one and a half million dollars. So whether you're in the market to purchase a home or refinance, call Jimmy Versalino today. He speaks your language. 480-351-5904. 480-351-5904. Or visit valoansforvets.com. That's valoansforvets.com. May God bless you for your service to our great country. Jim Versalino's NMLS number 184169. First Choice Lending Services, Inc. NMLS number one equal housing.
4: Today, my new dad and I shot off a rocket in the park.
7: Today, my new son and I failed to shoot off a rocket.
4: The rocket launched into the air.
7: And then crashed into the pond.
4: I'll never forget that day.
7: I'll never forget that day, even if I tried. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Thousands of kids in foster care will take you just as you are. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council.
3: Patriot app tip number two. Set the Patriot as an alarm clock. Open the app, click in the upper right-hand corner, and select Alarm Clock. It's that easy, and now you'll wake up to the Patriot. Download the Patriot app at your app store today.
1: Welcome back, everybody, 33 minutes after the hour of 11, or 10 o'clock, actually. The lines are wide open, 602-508-0960. Steve's on the line, but that means there's four available. So if you have a car question, or if you have a comment, or if you, have, if you want us to settle an argument between you and your wife, or you and your husband, then 602-508-0960. Sitting to my, my, to my right is my wife, Renee, and she's certainly the better half of the two of us. But let's go talk to Steve. Steve, good morning to you. How can we help you this morning.
10: Hey, good morning. Thanks for taking my call. Hey, my son has a 2001 Honda Accord, it's got about 125,000 miles on it, it's a a V6 motor. And around 50,000 miles uh, the transmission was slipping and Honda had actually sent a letter about that being a known problem and they put in a new transmission around 50, 60,000 miles. Uh, You know, the kid's trying to stay up on it, take care of it, nurse it along for another 40, 50,000 miles. And we've wanted to have the uh transmission fluid changed. I guess there's this idea of flushing it also, and we've had people say not to do that that you're basically i guess draining the swamp but replacing it with something where something about like not being able to really flush it or maybe the flushing process does something with sediment or or wear or something i I'm I'm uh, curious about it because we're wondering if we're uh, you know I Google I, I look around for information on this and I'm getting two stories and I'm wondering what your opinion might be about that
1: okay and the difference between Google and me is is that that I got 39 years of experience working on cars so it's it's a different story for for guys like me I can answer your question in the old days We had these transmissions that had an expected life of maybe 50, 60, 70 at the most, 1,000 miles. And when we took old fluid out, it was all varnished up. And the transmission was being held together by varnish. And the varnish would actually help things that moved and needed to be sealed, So as two pieces moved against one another, this varnish created, and there's wear, so there's a gap, but the varnish cleaned the gap out and, you know, took the place of the gap. Then you Uh put new fluid in it, and then all of a sudden the varnish is gone. That was in the 50s and the 60s and the 70s and maybe the 80s. But that isn't true today at all for any reason. That's okay. an old wives' tale that's been carried through. And when my customers say that, I tell them that's crazy. That's not what I do. That's not what you should do. Now, here's the risk. The risk is, is the transmission may fail after you change the fluid. But when you take sure. the pan off and you find pieces of snap ring and you find pieces of brass bushings, you say to the customer, "You take a picture. We all have a camera. Right. You take a picture oh, yeah, of it. That bad, right? you, this is going to fail, buddy. <laughs> that's right, all sure. there is to it. So." Yeah. And, and, and here's what I tell people. Unless you have a sealed transmission, which is this whole new animal that we're having to deal with, then you do the first service, somewhere between 30 and 60, look at your manual. And I want to pull the pan. I want to see what's in it. I want to see what kind of clutch material's in it. I want to see what kind of metal's in it. I want to do the filter in the three or four quarts. Let's assume most transmissions hold eight to ten. Okay. The next time you do it, I don't want to do the pan and the filter because I already did that early. I want to do the pan and filter first because it's going to shed the most metal the first thirty to 60,000 miles. The next time I want to hook my cooler machine up and I want to flush all your old coolant out and put new coolant in. The cost associated with that, and let me get my cheat sheet that my daughter and my wife make so handy for me. I'm going to give you kind of wide open stuff. The mm-hmm. range, the average for the automatic transmission service, which is filter and four quarts of fluid, is 150, give or take 50. Okay? Yeah. The, okay. Fl- the flush is going to be 160, give or take 50. All so, in? All in. Okay. And, and, and I'm giving you that big round because I'm, I'm taking my number. And I'm windowing it for you. Every time yeah, I sure. give you a number, I window it. So All right, right. My, my daughter's saying that we are, let me look here. We are at we're at one, we're at 150, and so I gave you what? I gave you a50 dollar yeah, up right. and down. Yeah, so in reality, it's 110 to 210, just depending on the filter and how many mm-hmm. quarts of fluid it exactly. is. And so it, uh, the flush, she's got 147 to 160, and so I'm sure we're right in the middle of that. So that's how my daughter helps me with numbers. Yeah. So I can include I, I can be inclusive. In your particular case, if the pan's never been off of it, I do the nope. pan and the filter. Uh-huh. And then I, at thirty or sixty, I do the I do a flush. That's how I handle that.
10: So you're saying do the first step with the pan and the filter, uh, then put thirty thousand miles on it, then do the next step.
1: Then then well thirty to sixty, and then oh, do whatever. a flush. Yeah, okay,
10: but but not okay. So it's so it's sort of a two step process. Maybe somewhere between three four hundred dollars spread over whatever period of time it takes him to put thirty thousand on. 30,
1: exactly. We're gonna do it. We're gonna yeah. do filter and then a flush, yeah. then a filter and then a flush then a filter and then a flush uh-huh. all the way through the transmission's life but chances are uh-huh. most cars at 60,000 miles are just going to be a filter and then a flush a filter and a flush there's only going to be four of them but yeah. there's going to be two cheaper ones and two a little bit more expensive ones that's how it works
6: yeah
1: okay okay Alrighty. all thank, right man. thank you a lot. very much you bet this portion of under the hood is brought to you by Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing in Mesa been around since 1970 Brian and Thelma are the, one of the nicest couples you'll ever meet and they hold down all of Mesa on my behalf. They are the best shop for Mesa people. So they're at Stapley and Main, on Main, just east of Stapley. They've been around a very long time. They're third-generation businesses, and you only need to shake Brian's hand or cease, and, and shake Thelma's hand to know they're honest and good people. They can handle just about anything on your car or truck, and if they can't, they'll tell you, and that's pretty impressive. So when it comes to Mesa... Your only choice as far as Mark Salem is concerned. The best shop in Mesa is Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing on Main Street just east of Stapley. We'll be right back.
3: The Seth and Chris Show, redefining political talk, not ignoring it. This art teacher in Texas is screaming, die, 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 while she's got him up on the
7: wall. Picture of the president and shooting at him with a water gun.
9: In
1: class. She will probably defend herself, Chris, saying something like this is performance art. Well, you can still teach performance art and not
3: mock or attempt to uh, idealize the notion of assassinating the president. Weekdays, 3 to 6, right here on AM 960, The Patriot.
4: and I wrote this message
11: ever wonder how some air conditioning companies can offer deals that sound too good to be true Mike Aliyah, here again from benefit air to debunk those ultra sweet deals you may have heard of the bait and switch technique but did you know that companies offering tune-ups or service calls for less money than the cost of a large pizza are likely to be hiding the real costs in the pricing of every repair item what's more they usually pay their technicians on a commission only basis which means the technician might be tempted to sell you things that you don't need at Benefit, we don't hide the cost of our service calls and our pricing, and our techs are not paid on a commission basis. Our flat rate pricing is simple, fair, and upfront. We offer discounts for multiple repairs, too, and we back all of our repairs with a full two-year parts and labor warranty. You don't need the shuck-and-jive sales tactics of companies offering you what you know is too good to be true. You need a fair, honest company that you can trust. Call Benefit today at 602-840-9229. That's 602-840-9229, or find us on the web at BenefitAir.com. Experience the benefit of using Benefit Air.
3: Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by FeedThePig.org.
10: Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up. Giving up on what? The Life of Luxury. Winning the lottery were easy. Everyone would do it.
3: When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Patriot app tip number four. Want your voice heard? Email or leave a voice message straight from your Patriot app. Just open it up, click the upper left-hand corner, and select email or talk back. Download the Patriot app at your app store today patriot app tip number one not only is the patriot app great for streaming our live programs you can access all patriot podcasts click on the upper left hand corner and select podcasts to find all our great weekday and weekend programs download the patriot app at your app store today
1: welcome back everybody 44 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock we're going to go to the phones now folks i have somebody who sent me an email i'll handle that Uh, question third. I've got Mike and Jim. They called in. I'm going to handle them one and two, but this break's a long one. We're going to be out in uh, 14 minutes, so if you want to call us, now's the time, 602-508-0960, but we're going to be here all next hour, too. So if you'd like to call us, fine, 602-508-0960. Let's go to Mike real quick. Mike, how are you today? What can I do for you?
9: Good morning to both of you. Thank you. All right. I've got a 2006 Toyota Highlander Sport. And it's time to replace the uh, serpentine belt. I guess there's two belts on this vehicle. Okay. Can I do this from the top or come in from the bottom side of the of the vehicle to do this? And how complex is it?
1: Well, it's going to depend where the tensioners are. Okay. I can't tell you because there's 1,200 models of cars and trucks and there's not enough room in my head for all of them. Okay. But I, I, I'll tell you what I think you should do. I think you should call a couple of shops and tell them, I have an 06 Highlander Sport. And you're going to need to tell them what motor you got. Okay, and, be, okay, you say. 2.3, I think. Would you tell me, please, the dollar amount of what you would charge to replace those two belts? Now. If the dollar amount to replace those two belts is, and I'm going to do the math out loud, let's pretend $120, so 5 tenths would be half of $120, so that would be six, uh, $60. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say it's probably going to be 8 tenths for both of them, somewhere around in that area, so 8 times 12 is 96 bucks, close to $100. So if they say it's $100, then they're saying a technician that's well-skilled and has all the necessary tools to unload those tensioners, those spring-loaded or hydraulic tensioners, then it's going to take him just shy of one hour to fix it, which in my math is about 96 bucks. So if you find out that those two belts are an hour and a half, which is $180 labor, then that means there is a significant amount of work. Maybe we have to pull the lower cover off. Maybe we have to do the outside belt first, which means unload a manual tensioner. So we then have to loosen up the lock on it. We have to unload the tensioner. We have to pull the outside belt on. And maybe we have to pull the fan off to get the outside belt over the top of the fan. I'm giving you the two extremes.
9: Okay. Right now i got to trace somewhere between about 190 to about 220.
1: For the belts included? Yes. That means that tells me it's an easy job. Okay. Because the, each one of the belts is going to be thirty to sixty dollars a piece, because they're both serpentine belts. Oh, it's, say it again. Gates belt. Okay, and Gates is fine. Gates is fine. The, Gate. You want to go with a good, a name brand belt. You don't want anything that you never heard before. But no, Gates belts are fine. I think they come with a, a lifetime warranty. You might ask them that, and if it's so, then write it on your, have them write it on your work order. That means the belt is free. The labor still they. And you need to ask them about the labor. Sure. Is the part in the labor free lifetime or is it just a part? Have them write that down because that makes a big difference. So at 60000 80000 you look at it, maybe that's, it's lost a couple of ribs. Maybe it start to crack on the rib side of the belt. Maybe the outside of the belt, on the back side of the belt that we also use to drive pulleys, gets really, really shiny. Yeah. And that belt's bad. So then you go in and you say, Hey, um, I've got these two belts and here's the the warranty and you set parts and labor and they go, Yes, sir. And they change both of them, it doesn't cost you a dime. Okay. So that's how I'd handle it.
9: Okay, are there any particular uh I'm looking at someplace brakes brakes, plus or something like that. They're are they a good company?
1: Um You know, I'm I probably am the same age as you are. Yeah. And uh <laughs> and our mother said something about uh, uh, when you know, when we were acolytes, my our mothers used to say something to us and, and very early in our age they used to say, if you don't have anything nice to say, then shut up. Okay. And so I'm gonna say thank you very much, Mike, and move on, okay?
9: <laughs> okay, thank you a lot. All righty
1: and, and and Mike let let me tell you this. It doesn't make any sense to hire a brain surgeon to work on your foot. It doesn't make any sense to hire a transmission shop to do your timing belt. They could probably do it, but it might not be the best thing. Well, it, and it's, it might be the first one they've done or the technicians done, and is that who you want working on your car? Why don't you go to the local high school and pick up some three-whiskered kid and have him do it? Okay. We get the message. Okay, <laughs> calm down. I need to just vent a little bit. Okay, <laughs> what? Who? Somebody assigned you my psychiatrist or something? <laughs> the heck with you, Jim. How are you today, buddy? What can we do for you?
6: Good. How are you doing? Good. I had a question of off cars. It's a travel trailer question. Um, I have a single twelve volt. We do a lot of dry camping, so someone told me to put uh, either two six volt in series, or which would last longer, two six volt in series or 12
1: volt in parallel. All right. What's more important is the kind of batteries you're using. Are you using a deep cycle or automotive?
6: No, it would be a deep cycle.
1: Okay. Um, that is a very tough question because you understand that deep cycle is a small amount of electricity over a long period of time where a car battery is just the opposite. Huge amount of yeah. electricity for a short period of time. I think the fact that you're using two 12 volts in parallel... As a and you need 12 volts, so then parallel is negative to negative, positive to positive. Yes. I think that's your bigger source of electricity than two big deep cycle six volts in series from positive to negative, negative to positive, which gives you 12 volts. Yes. Now I want to draw your attention to this. In every RV I've ever seen, when they want deep cycle, um, a service, they use six volts. Uh, p- batteries in six-volt pairs it could be three pairs of six volt. it could be two pairs of six volt so there's something to be said by that and i think and it's not a price issue because those six-volt trojans which are typically in golf carts and stuff they cost a lot more than that six volt di- or 12 volt deep cycle okay and so I'm thinking, now how much room have you got and how much weight do you want to add to this? Because two 6-volt deep cycles are going to weigh a whole bunch more than two 12-volt deep cycles.
6: Yeah, right now I have a, it's a toy hauler, so I do have a lot of ton weight. So I'm thinking probably just another 12-volt, I think, might. I have a lot of room in the front. Okay. add another 12-volt.
1: And, and if you've already got a 12-volt, I agree with you. I agree with you. Just put another 12-volt there, and, and if that one's a deep cycle, try to match it. And then you put two 12-volts, and you go negative, negative, positive, and then on the other end, you got your negative and positive, goes into the, the, the three, you're fine. I yeah. agree with you. I, I think okay. that's the best way. All righty? All
6: right. Thank you.
1: You betcha. Don, good morning to you. How can I? John. John, I'm sorry. that I missed. Uh, I missed that. John, good morning to you. How can I help you?
6: Yeah, good morning, Mark. I have a uh, 09 F-150, and it's got quite a few miles on it, and the transmission guy that's been servicing it told me not to flush the transmission because you'll take all the shapes off of the clutches and you can develop a problem. Is this true?
1: Um, I don't believe it's true. I I don't know who your transmission guy is. I don't know how long he's been in business, but let me tell you my credentials. I've serviced... Uh, 10,000 cars a year or less. Um, I have 20 bays at my shop, and I've been in this business since 1979. And I'm an ASE Master Service uh, Technician. Okay. And so I'm going to lay out my resume there for you. I'm also a certified automotive expert in every court in the state of Arizona. And I don't believe that. I don't. It It is true if you have a 50, 60, 70, and some 80 cars. It is true. But we're not even using fluid from the 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s, and this is a fluid issue. What's Uh happening is is the fluid creates varnish, and the varnish holds the transmission together. And so if we go in there with fresh fluid, then the fluid is like scrubbing bubbles. And we're going to put this new fluid in your transmission, and all these scrubbing bubbles are going to clean everything up. And when they do, your transmission is going to fail. And I'm telling you, that's BS. We're not even using the same fluid that we used in the 80s. So we nope. have new fluids, new synthetics, all that other kind of stuff. Now, if I was the guy pulling that pan off for the first time, and you said it's got lots of miles, and I noticed you didn't tell me how many miles it has in it.
6: Uh, 178,000.
1: Okay. You have to know that you're well past the average life of that transmission. Okay? That transmission, most automatics are going to fail somewhere between 100 and 150. Okay. So, but, but, I mean... It's going to fail no matter what, and I say that it's going to fail in the next 20,000 miles. So you can put new fluid in it. You can change the filter. You can try to elongate its life. But if I pull the pan off that and I find parts in there that I shouldn't, I'm going to take a picture and show you and say, look, it, it's already shedding metal. It's already coming apart, and it was not the fluid that caused your transmission to fail. Now, I'm going to turn to you, my yes. wife. How many times in the last 22 years since we've been in this new building have we had that an issue with me dictating that that's BS and we're going to change the fluid in old cars? Have we ever had someone come back and say, I want you to pay for my transmission because you no. ruined it on your next fluid? No, we haven't. No.
2: Has he ever changed his fluid, though, with the 170? Yeah, John, have
1: you ever done it in 170? i, I
6: change it about every 40,000.
1: Oh, jeez. Oh, then he should be fine. Oh, you'd be fine. Yeah, I mean, and when you smell the fluid right now, does it smell burnt?
6: I, uh, Mark, these new trucks, they don't have dipstick.
1: Well, Euro 7 should have a dipstick, buddy.
6: Oh it's an O nine.
1: Oh, it should. It should. Yeah, we we Maybe. didn't. Start, yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah. I've been wrong before. I was wrong when I married you. But <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that's my line. I okay. was wrong when I married okay. you. <laughs> All right. I don't know the answer. Let me ask you. What part of town do you live in? in
6: Glendale.
1: Okay. Go over to Adolph's transmission. Okay. And, and just pop the hood and say, Mark Salem doesn't know if this has a, a doggone dipstick. If it has one, would you show me where it's at?
6: Mark, it doesn't have one because I've been in the automotive aftermarket for years, and what they do is they go underneath, there's a little tube, and they hook up, and they just suck out whatever's in the pan.
1: Okay. And so you can take the pan off?
6: Yeah, you can take the pan off, Okay.
1: And so you suck the fluid out, and you put fluid back in until it comes out the hole? Right. Okay. I've never seen an automatic do that, but I'm going to take your word for it. Okay. So I've, I've never seen that before, but I'm going to take your word for it. So if you've done, have you, have you pulled the pan every 40,000 and then you put three or four quarts in it?
6: No, I don't. They don't pull a pan. They just hook up to the little tube and just suck out whatever's in the pan and just add oil.
1: But I ask you, can, does the pan come off and is there a filter in there? Yes,
6: yeah, yeah, there okay. is.
1: Okay. Well, then I think that's a mistake because you should have pulled that pan and filter after the first one you do the first one maybe you just do a what we call a fill and a flush and fill or a suck it out and fill it back up but then you right. should have done the pan and the filter and then topped it off then you should have just done a suck and fill and then you should have done the pan and filter but what you're telling me is is after all the mileage you got on this you still got the same filter that filter is going to be plugged up with clutch material and metal that the transmission sheds and every right. transmission automatic right. transmission sheds metal so right. To answer your question is is I don't believe what you're being told. I don't know if it's got a dipstick or not. I'm going to take your word. If you're in the aftermarket parts division, then I give you lots of credit for that. Yeah. But but no, the answer is is I wouldn't have any problem if I owned that car. If I was your next door neighbor, I would say the same thing. Uh, I wouldn't have any problems. I don't believe that. And if you start to pull the, fil- the fluid out and you smell it and it's all burnt up, then the transmission on it's it's on the way out anyway. Okay. So
6: all right. I, th- I, I... I take care of the truck real well. I change oil every 5000 and it's an excellent condition. So <laughs> you suggest, do you suggest I go over to this Adolph? He's,
1: he's in Glendale? Yeah, he's in Glendale. Just go over there and ask him, you know, what would you suggest that I do and see what he says. Adolph is the old man. Then he's got his son that's working there as well, and both of them are extremely qualified to give you that kind of information. i got to run, John. Thank you very much. 602 is the name. Here's the phone number. If you'd like to join us, you can, or you can email me at mark at SalemBoysAuto.com, Mark at SalemBoysAuto.com. Kurtz Automotive is over at I-17 and Bell. I know Kurtz. I know Eric, his lead technician. I know the family. When I refer you to Kurtz, it's not because he's paying me. It's not because I'm trying to send him business. I'm sending you to the best guy in that area. I don't make a dime off of that recommendation. Whatever you pay him stays in his pocket. That's it. It's not mine. So Kurtz is a great guy. He's been around a long time, since 1987. He works on domestic foreign. He works gas and diesel. He has ASE Master Certified Service Writer and an ASE Master Certified Lead Technician. So you're really getting well-trained and certified professionals. Kurtz is on I-17 and Bell, Northeast Corner. Great shop. Great place to go. One more time, six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. We have another hour of the show, so when we come back at three minutes after ten, we'll take our first caller, and that number again is six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. If you want to email your, me your question, it's easy. Mark with a K at salemboysauto dot com. Salem is like the cigarette. Boys is B O Y S, and then auto. If you can't spell that, then I can't help you. 602 Maybe the guy in the hour before me couldn't spell auto, but I bet you can.